Joining me right now is Julia Avila. She is going to make her debut in Invicta FC on May 4th. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I just got done with practice, so I'm a little sweaty and a little out of sorts because I got my butt whooped. But, you know, I have the best teammates in the world, and I wouldn't be – there's nowhere else in the world that I would be at 9 p.m. right now. <laughs> Yeah, you said uh, Oklahoma Martial Arts is your team. You guys are a growing team. Seems like you guys have a good atmosphere over there. Oh, it's great. This is a family through and through. Um, we're at each other's weddings. We're at each other's birthday parties. We're there in the good times and the bad. And uh, we're there to keep each other in check, too. Awesome. Now, first thing I want to ask you about is your nickname. I'm pretty sure you get this question a lot, but you have a unique nickname. It's the Raging Panda. It's kind of... Yeah. Uh, Pandas are not, you know, known to be raging. So how did you get this name? So um, I really love pandas. I actually have a jujitsu inspired panda tattoo on my thigh. Um, but my friend actually gave me... Uh, um, my friend actually gave me the nickname. He's like, you're kind of a monster and you like pandas. So let's just call you the raging panda. Do you have the inverted panda tattoo? No, okay, so I am sponsored by Inverted Gear. Um, I love them, Hillary and um, Nelson. They, uh, they are one of my sponsors, and I have all of their panda gear. Hold on. I'm wearing one right now. Nice, nice. <laughs> but um, it's not the, the Inverted Gear panda. I, wish, I, I think that they would have loved that if you would have got that tattoo. Maybe one day, but we'll keep that under wraps for now. <laughs> for sure. Now, I know that you went to school for uh, chemical engineering and geology. Were you always book smart? Did you always enjoy school? Um, so I've always told all of my students and all of my friends, anyone that'll listen to me, that I'm, I'm a student athlete. I'm a student before an athlete. And um, I actually went uh, to university on a full ride academic scholarship um, through my master's. I didn't, I started my master's, but I didn't finish it. But that's a whole different story. Um, I just, I, I found my career, I found my niche, and um, I will always be a learner. I, was al I will always be a student, whether it be in martial arts, whether it be in academia. Um, I think that's really, really important, and that's overlooked in uh, the combat sports. For sure. You said that uh, you're a student before you're an athlete. That means you love to learn. You're chasing knowledge. How helpful is that for you to grow as a martial artist? That means I'm limitless. I will never peak. And that's what's going to make me a better fighter in the long run. Um, that's going to make me a better coach for when I do decide to open up a gym or when I decide to have fighters under me. Um, I don't have a limit. Mm. I'm perpetually learning, perpetually hungry. And that's going to make me grow to extends that I, I, I will surpass my instructors. And um, I think that's great. I think that's amazing. Of course, that is the goal of any, uh, any martial artist, right, is to surpass their coaches or their instructors. Uh, balancing life. You're a fighter, but also you work at a company. You got to put on the suit and tie, you know, every day. How do yeah. you do this? <laughs> So that's actually kind of funny. Um, I'll go into business meetings, you know, with a black eye or a busted lip. <laughs> Sometimes if I have a concussion, um, I have to tell my, my coworkers, like, can you, 
can you fill me in later? <laughs> but um, I, I do work for a full-time job. I work at um, an oil company mm. and um, you know, I have to be sharp there. I, I don't take on more than I can responsibly handle. So as soon as this becomes an issue for me, then I will stop being this, stop fighting. You know what I mean? I need to be able to responsibly handle it. But that being said, I don't really have a social life. Um, I don't go out and party. That's not really my thing. Every once in a while, I have a bottle of wine. But uh, that's, you know, always with my friends, always after practice or something like that. But this is, a, you know, this is my happy hour. This is my party time is uh, choking each other out. <laughs> yeah, I think that that is also social life, right? Is going to the gym and talking with people and interacting with them and yes choking each other out <laughs> yeah that's um yeah that's that's my social scene um you know and this is how i make friends and this is uh this is how i party so i do have a pretty good balance work and play life um you know being a full-time career woman and full-time athlete it doesn't really leave much time for uh, any extracurricular activities <laughs> You made your debut, your professional debut in 2012. You know, you got a huge win, but then you took a long time off. It looked like about four years. What, what were you doing? So in that time, um, I actually switched gyms in California. I started in California and then um, I met the love of my life and we moved over to Oklahoma. And um, I, I need to find the right gym for me to suit my So um, while here in Oklahoma, we jumped around a couple different gyms. Not that any one is better than the other, but I needed to find the right coach in the right atmosphere um, to build me as a fighter. So um, it, took, it just took four years to find the perfect place for me. And um, I do train here in Oklahoma but I also cross-trained down in uh, Texas with uh, Genesis MMA. Oh, okay. Ginu Fry. So, uh, yes, yes, I, I do train with Ginu Fry, uh, Frey and Douglas, and um, they are amazing, and they have really upped my game, and I'm very blessed and thankful to have them, um, or have them allow me be, to be part of their team. Yeah, they, they, he is a great coach, and she is a phenomenal fighter. Amazing. For sure. Do you know how humbling it is to get beat up by an atom weight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bantam weight, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. You fought some big names. You've, yeah. your, your career has not been long, but you've beaten <laughs> some big names. You know, uh, Nico uh, Montano, she's the flyweight champion of the UFC now. Um, Marion uh, Renu, you know, you, you fought her. But with all this success, you must have had some trying times in the cage. Oh, geez. Um, so actually with Nico, Nico was by far my longest fight. That was 25 minutes. And um, it was a grind. And um, at the end of the second round, she caught me with a knee to my left eye. It actually split me open. And I have a little scar. Thank you, Nico. Um, and um, my my coach came up and in between the rounds he made me blow my nose and my eyes swelled up so my eye was completely shut and um i i play or i did the next three rounds looking like popeye I was like, hey. <laughs> so, 
that was, um, that really tested my mental fortitude. Um, I think any other person would have just given up. Um, but I, I have, I have something in me. It's a little scary and I'm glad that I found fighting, but <laughs> it really kept me going. And she, she is amazing. She's a great fighter and she really put up a fight and it was by far the most humbling and rewarding experience, um, being able to fight through three additional rounds with the UFC champion with one eye. <laughs> oh, yes. It is, a, it is a great accomplishment. Um, now, when you see those fighters that you have beaten having success at the highest level, does that grow your confidence even higher? No, no. Um, you know, when I fought them, I was the best at that time. At that moment in time, I won. But uh, I'm not going to take away from any of their accomplishments. They are all amazing fighters, amazing champions in their own right. Um, and so I'm not going to be judged or um, held in any regard by my past accomplishments or my past losses. So if someone has beat me before, I can guarantee you they're not going to beat me the same way. If I have beat someone, I can guarantee you I'm going to beat them a different way. So um, it's always a learning process. It's always growing, uh, whether I win or lose. So if my opponent has won now, then I congratulate them. I can do nothing but congratulate them because I'm not going to take, take away from that. They deserve it. Um, if they lose, then I'm going to be the first one to send them a message and go, hey, you can do better next time. So, um, no, I'm, I, I congratulate them, and I think that's great. And I will stand on my own two feet um, in the future, and I will pave my path um, despite whatever uh, anyone else does. Yeah, very, very positive attitude that you have. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of refreshing because, you know, nowadays you see a lot of fighters <laughs> kind of going the opposite direction and going the negative way. You know, trying yeah. to trash the opponent, trying to trash them after they lose. I, I really can't deal with that. And, like, I'm not going to be negative about other people being negative. Um, you know, it's just get over yourself. You know, like, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Like, don't judge anyone else and just focus on you. Um, a lot of people ask me, like, who's your favorite fighter? Who's the worst fighter you think in the UFC, this and that? And I'm like, you know what? Me. I'm the worst fighter and I'm the best fighter because I'm only worried about my accomplishments and what I'm doing. So um, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, woe is me. Oh, they fucked up. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I cursed. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I can't deal with that drama. I'm just not about that life. You're going to make your Invicta FC debut on May 4th, Invicta FC 29. Marcy Allen. What is your assessment of her? She's going to come out strong. Um, I know she's um, a personal trainer turned fighter. Um, so I know she's athletic. Uh, I know she has a really athletic background. Um, I've, I've watched a couple of her videos. You know, I'd be dumb if I didn't study. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. I think this is really going to test me um, as far as my grit goes. But uh, I'll be ready for her. A lot of people or a lot of fighters, when they prepare. <laughs> One of my training partners. Awesome. What's going What's on? He's all the way in Korea. Korea? Yeah. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> Here, let me finish up this. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, a lot of fighters, right? Um, they, when they prepare for a fight, when they're in training camp, and you said earlier that you watched her fights. How important or how, uh, you know, beneficial is that for you to know like her movement and stuff like that? Because a lot of fighters, they don't watch tape. They, they just go into camp and they just focus on themselves. Yeah, um, it's good to know what to expect. Um, I don't know that a lot of fighters train to be true mixed martial artists. A lot of fighters are uh, specialists, especially in women's MMA. You don't see a lot of um, true, true mixed martial artists. So uh, it's good to see what their background is. Um, I know she's going in um, a little bit of, of a lull here. She, it's been a couple years since she last fought. So, you know, I could be completely wrong, but uh, at least I'll be ready for something, right? <laughs> What is the X factor that you think you bring to this fight that will win you this competition? I have more confidence and the best training camp than I think. All right, strike that. Not, not the confidence thing. Um, I think I have the best training camp in the world with uh, Seth Norman, Janie Meadows, Douglas, and Jin Yu. Best. I mean, there's, I can't think of anyone better except for maybe Chuck Norris training me. Oh, that, well, you know, you can't go better than Chuck Norris. You got to throw a right? that dab also, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you for your time, uh, Julia, and uh, good luck on your fight. It's your biggest fight to date, and, uh, and I see that you got your team with you. Thank you very much. See you, John. Bye.